This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Um, I think it's an important issue. I don't know how important it is yet, but depending on who you talk to, It'd be a really big deal. Um, you know, I, I, we're not at the robots taking over the, and the world is about to end stage here yet, but, um, there are people out there saying, you know what, we, we, we've got to be careful with this technology that we've developed. We're talking about artificial intelligence, right? Um, it, it does some wonderful things, does some great things, but there is a growing, growing community out there, people involved in this, creators, developers, the people at the forefront of this tech saying, okay, but we got to be careful of the potential risk. We got to have some regulation. We got to have some rules and we don't. And trying to do it after the fact, yeah, that's not going to work either. So we're going to chat now with Dr. Kean Birch, who is the director of the Institute for Techno Science and Society at York University. Dr. Birch, thanks for joining us. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much for having me on. This AI and the potential risk story really picked up speed um, as we heard dozens, dozens of them, uh, leading AI experts all coming together with the warning. What are they warning of? What are they saying we need to be aware of? Uh, well, I think there's a range of different issues. So um, the ones that I kind of focus on and I'm interested in is the, you know, who, who gets to kind of decide uh, the direction of AI technologies and the, you know, the kind of uses they get put to. But the other kinds of concerns that people have raised are around uh, things like uh, the kind of building in of, you know, social bias into artificial intelligence systems or the, uh, the lack, of, lack of diversity in the kind of training data sets that yeah. get used to train them, uh, the amplification or reinforcement of things like hate speech, uh, misinformation, uh, you know, um, that can be both, uh, you know, sort of written misinformation, but also visual misinformation. And, you know, a lot of concern about so-called deep fakes. So, you know, the use of AI to create fake images. Um, and that's, you know, it becomes increasingly difficult to tell the difference between, you know, a real image and a, and a fake image. I think there's, a, there's also a range of other kinds of concerns that people have around uh, the deployment of AI to do things that it really sort of can't do and possibly shouldn't do. So, yeah. Well, that's part, that's part of the key issue, right? Like, it, it'll create anything because, you know, when you, like, you talk about the bias, you talk about the deep fakes, like, it can, it can process and synthesize information faster than any human on Earth, but it can't make the difference or the distinction between good and bad info, right? It basically just repeats info that it can gather really, really quickly. I mean, is that a really simplistic view? Yeah, so it's been described as there's a, there's a really interesting paper by a, a number of researchers uh, who, who describe AI basically as stochastic parrots. And so by that, they mean that uh, at least the, these are the large language models that, uh, that are in the news a lot, the chat GPTs and so on. So that, by that, they mean that uh, what these systems, AI systems are doing is they're looking for uh, sort of statistical regularities, if you like, in the uh, right. in text. And so they're, they're feeding back 
the probabilities of you know a certain word coming next in the you know in the text and so that's what they're doing they're not you know they don't there's no meaning here uh you know there's no sense in which the the ai system understands what it's doing it's just uh, yeah it's a probabilistic uh, kind of return as if you like um what about yeah and this was interesting in the piece that you wrote uh, for global mail um the the impact of this just the infrastructure, I mean, physically, the infrastructure, right? I mean, that also has some major implications as we go forward. Yeah, so this goes back to what I just said about the large language model. So the fact that it's based on probabilities, uh, you know, these, these models are require huge uh, amount of uh, data input. And to process that data, you need uh, really massive computing capacity. So you need, uh, you know, that costs a lot of money, and you need uh, that infrastructure in order to to process that data to come back with the, you know, the outputs. Uh, and that uh, in, increasingly, that computing capacity has been controlled by uh, a limited number of firms. And so, my point in the article right. was that it's yeah, it's entrenching the power of big big tech companies. You can see this with the you, you know you can see this with the spending of these big tech companies on their. Uh, you know their infrastructure. So the um, I've done some research on this, and you can see that Microsoft, over the last ten years, its uh, infrastructure or its its investment in its you know the kind of tangible, physical assets it's got. You know the data centers, the land it needs for the data centers, etc. All that kind of uh, tangible assets it needs for computing capacity. It's increased spending on that eightfold. Google's about tenfold. Amazon, it's it's off the charts, and so they're spending a lot of money building a lot of this infrastructure to, uh, yeah, provide the computing capacity to uh, train, yeah, train these AI systems. And doctor, you like all, a lot of these other voices saying, "Hey, we need to have regulation," and you end your piece by saying, "We have to ask now because, or act now because trying to regulate after the fact isn't an option." But in some ways, are we already? After the fact, I mean, the tech is there; it exists. Is it is it possible to still regulate this safely? Yeah, I think it is. I think what we're seeing at the minute, well, the AI systems we, we you know, we're seeing at the minute, they they're still at a kind of experimental phase. You know, they're not they're not uh, in the in the kind of commercial phase quite yet. You know, in the, in the kind yeah. of um, you know public you know buying stuff that sort of thing. Um, so there's a lot of investment in, in trying to get these, these uh, systems running, up and running, and commercially viable. But, you know, until they become commercially viable, I think we've got, a, we've got opportunity to come in and, you know, say, this is what we want them to do, and this is what we don't want them to do. And that's where the, the regulation comes in. Um, and there's an inter- I think there's an interesting, you know, it's a... It's a Across the political spectrum, there are people who are calling for regulation. So there was a, an article a few months ago by um, uh, Michelle Rempel-Garner, mm-hmm. the MP, uh, co-authored with a, an AI expert called Gary Marcus, and she was calling for you know, a, a, you know the stopping of deployment of AI systems until we have some regulation in place. You know, keep, you can keep doing the research, but you know, not release the AI systems into the wild, as it were, and uh, you know, stop that deployment until we have. Uh, yeah, uh, clear regulation about what we want and what we don't want. Is it being taken seriously, though, Doctor? Is that something that actually might happen, or are people continuing to push forward? I mean, this stuff moves so quickly. I, it seems to me like almost every day counts. Yeah, so the, the, this this kind of uh, concern about AI regulation is, you know, it's emerging around the world. I think there are countries or jurisdictions, as I say, that are taking it maybe slightly more seriously, like the, the European Union. But Canada has... You know, Canada has, uh, I think it's Bill C-27, uh, 
the Digital Charter Implementation Act, I think it's called. And part of that is the is uh, you know, comprises three has three components. One of which is the AI and Data Act. Uh, so the government is thinking about it. It just hasn't. What it, unfortunately, what it's done is it's kind of created this 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 weird kind of act in which it wants to regulate AI, but hasn't specified how or you know what it's going to do. Uh, and so it's this kind of uh, people have described it as a kind of placeholder that, that will yeah. be backfilled at some point in the future. And that's a problem, I think. So I think having a much clearer sense of what we want and what we don't want now before you implement, uh, you know, an act like that and consulting on it to get a broad you know, range of opinions would be uh, much more helpful. Yeah, the consensus is building. Doctor, thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate you being here. Uh, thank you very much for having me on. You bet. Dr. Kean Birch, who is the director of the Institute for Techno Science and Society at York University.